0: Welcome to Real Mom Talk, a show that brings a little sanity, help, and humor to the insanity we feel as a mom. I'm your host, Alicia Carlson, and I want to dig in and talk to you about what it is that is holding you back from being the mom you want to be. Is it mom anger, anxiety, or just complete overwhelm? Well, girlfriend, we're going to change that. Together, we'll move you from feeling frustrated, overwhelmed, and stuck to tapping into the joy of motherhood. So get ready to snort, laugh, dig deep, and be soul-fueled with Real Mom Talk. My friend, you are on your way to being that freaking awesome, happier mom you were meant to be. Hey moms, welcome to Real Mom Talk. Today I'm going to jump into our conversation with a question that is meant to challenge you and to offend you. Yes, actually offend you and not offend as in, oh my goodness, I need to turn this podcast off because my kids can't hear it. Don't worry, we're still going to stay clean and nice here. But what I want it to offend you for is for your own self-awareness, self-awareness of maybe some of the behaviors of maybe some of the responses that you have given your kids, that you have done, that you do habitually and maybe not even realize. And I want that self-awareness to be something that's kind of like a wake-up call, a slap in the face, so that way you can see what some of the areas are that you need to work on to become a better mom. And so today, to give you that wake-up call, to give you that gut punch of reality, I'm going to ask you a very offensive question, and here it is. Are you ready for it? What is it that makes you such an A-word? Why are you such an A-word? And by A-word, what I'm asking you, the real question I'm asking here, is why are you such an angry mom? What is going on in your life that is triggering you over and over that has made you become such an angry mom? Now, some of you, you may be thinking, I'm not an angry mom. I get frustrated at times, but I'm not angry. Let me say this. There are two distinct kinds of anger. There is the kind of anger where you just hold on to that hurt that has rattled you, and you are just letting it fester, and you are bitter and angry at the world. And then there's the kind where you're like, oh, pff, I wouldn't call it anger. It's just a frustration. Either way, this conversation is for you. Even frustration is a form of anger. Okay, so I am such a word nerd and an English major that, of course, I went to the thesaurus to look up words that are synonymous with anger. For those of you moms that are like, I'm not an angry mom. This is not the right episode for me. Well, let me tell you, honey, it probably is because these are the words that are synonymous with anger in the thesaurus. And those words are annoyance, irritation, fury, rage, wrath, aggravated, provoked, and exasperated. You can be a calm, loving, patient, have it all together kind of mom and still experience anger. What it means is that you have better self-control and a stronger ability to control your anger so that it's not on exhibition for everyone to see. But just because we may not be able to see it doesn't mean that you don't struggle with the same issues as those of us that become the Incredible Hulk mom. (laughs) Yes, I am one of those moms. I turn into the Incredible Hulk. And the words of Bruce Banner, the original Incredible Hulk, are so freaking brilliant. Where he tells everyone, don't make me angry. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. That's like his warning sign that he has been triggered and he is about to turn mean and green. But not all of us have big Hulk crushing hands where we're slamming things down or raise our voice with our kids. Okay, yes, I am one of those moms that, I mean, if I were going to be branded, it would have the word angry mom across my forehead. Now, thankfully, I have worked through that, but there are still things in my parenting, even as much as I pray, even as much as I read, even as much as I try to give grace and be thoughtful, there are things that still trigger me to be angry. And that's what I want to talk about today, what it is that triggers our anger and figure out a way to overcome those triggers. Because any mom, any mom who has survived toddlers or teenagers has dealt with some degree of mom anger. It's just not something that we talk about at playdates or when you run into a girlfriend at Target. Anger is taboo. It's this hush hush thing because no one wants to admit they struggle with anger. I mean, you don't show up at your girlfriend's house for coffee and say, I'm so angry, because even the word has a negative connotation to it. No one wants to admit that they struggle with anger, and anger is scary, right? Other people don't want to hear when you're angry because it scares them. It means that you've got some pretty bottled up, pretty wrathful emotions going on inside, and who knows when you might turn into that Incredible Hulk, so we don't talk about it. When we go to a play date or when we're talking to our girlfriends, we have no problem sharing the fact that we're struggling with our kid lying or that we're fed up with our kid who won't eat anything that's not red. And by that, I mean ketchup. We talk about how we're fed up with playing referee to our kids fighting all the time. We are okay talking about these situations that we're working through and we're willing to admit the areas where we struggle with parenting, but rarely Very rarely will you find a mom that actually sits down and says that she is struggling with her reactions and her angry responses to these issues. Not only do we not talk about anger, but we hold it in and then we keep that part of our lives private so that way we make this beautiful mask that says I'm all right and I'm holding my stuff all together and really we're allowing it to thrash in our hearts, to beat on our self-esteem and way is done with guilt and moms, we need to crush that as moms and as women, there's the societal stigma that says you shouldn't be angry. You're a mom, you're supposed to be kind and loving and patient, and anger is not something that you're allowed to be. Well, you and I both know that there is nothing more button-pushing than what we call children. And at some point, we all experience anger. Yet we consent to that untruth. We buy into that lie that it is not okay for us to be angry when, as a matter of fact, moms, it is okay. It is okay for you to feel anger. It's a natural emotion. In fact, let's talk about what anger is designed to do. So there's two things that anger is designed to do. The first one is that it's a natural response to perceived threats. So that whole mama bear thing that you feel when someone has wronged one of your babies, that's what we're talking about here. It's where your body releases adrenaline, your muscles tighten, your heart rate increases. It's that surge of protective energy that makes you want to go and take down that school bully that's been messing with your kid. It's a natural response to a perceived threat. The second thing that anger does is it reveals underlying unresolved emotional conditions that make us feel helpless or vulnerable. And these, my friends, these are conditions that need to be addressed and worked through. Your anger is not what you're actually feeling. Your anger is a secondary emotion to something else that is going on underneath the surface. Let me give you an example of this. So imagine that your child has just spilled an entire box of Cheerios on the floor and... We've all experienced this to some degree, but let's take it to that extreme where it's an entire box of Cheerios. And we know that Cheerios have this insane ability to roll to the most obscure places in our house. So now you have five million Cheerios all over the floor that are going to get stepped on. And then the cat's going to come along and eat it, which means that later on, the cat's going to be puking that stuff up. And it is just nothing shy of a mess. And you are nothing shy of angry right now. We have all felt this. But if we were to break down this scenario to pinpoint what it is that's making us angry, I think we'd all realize that it's not the Cheerios that we're angry at. We're not angry at the Cheerios on the floor. And you're not actually angry at your child who was trying to get a snack, tripped over the cat, dropped the box, the box exploded, and then it went everywhere. What you're really angry with is that you feel overwhelmed. When you look around the house and you see those 5 million Cheerios all over and your startled crying child, you see more work that just got added to your already busy day and overly crowded calendar. Because now you have a child to soothe, a snack to make, and a floor to clean, and you're supposed to be out the door in 10 minutes. It's that whole not enough of me to go around hurried, sensory overloaded, overwhelmed, feeling underneath that is manifesting itself as anger. And that's why we explode. That's why we raise our voice. It's why we snap at our kids and huff and sigh. Anger is not actually bad. What makes anger bad is the aggressive behaviors that result from feeling angry. And we don't talk about that because it scares people or it's unpleasant to think of a mom down in her kid's face yelling at him because he dropped Cheerios all over the floor. So instead of talking about it, we view anger as a sign of weakness. Because having to admit that I wasn't self-controlled enough to keep my crap together and I ended up yelling at everyone in a three-mile radius, well, that's just not pleasant. So we don't talk about it. But here's the scoop. Many of us moms struggle with anger in a real way. For me, I have struggled with anger and anxiety most of my life, but it wasn't until I became a mom that I realized the degree of anger that I was capable of. There are so many of us moms struggling with mom anger that we should be talking about it. We need to talk about it because when we talk about it, then we can hold each other accountable. And when we hold each other accountable, we become better. We become better with each other. We become better for ourselves and we become better for our kids. Let me tell you a story about a time that I did share my struggle with anger with a group of moms. It it just astounded me. Astounded me. So I was leading a mom's group at my church. I'm the small group leader. So I have seven other ladies that are in my group. I am the one that holds us all together, that helps everyone socialize, that takes down prayer requests, that leads the discussion. I'm the one that they are looking up to as their leader. And here I am during prayer time. I tell the ladies that I am struggling with anger, that I've been struggling with being angry with my kids. To say the least, when I was telling these ladies this, my voice was quivering, my eyes were welling up with tears because I didn't want to admit that I was struggling, but I needed prayer and I needed accountability. And it was so interesting, the reaction that I got from these ladies. It was not one of judgment or of anybody thinking I was a bad mom. Instead, most of the ladies at that table could relate to what I was sharing. In fact, there was one woman, she stayed after the rest of the gals had gone, and she said, Alicia, thank you so much for sharing that. Now, this woman, I called her, this is not her name, but to me, mentally, she was like the Barbie doll of mom's right? We all know those ladies. Her appearance was perfect. This beautiful blonde hair, beautiful big blue eyes, flawless complexion. She always had the most stylish clothes. She was who you would look at and say, I aspire to be that woman. And yet she is the one that stayed after and said, I have struggled in the same way, but I never told anyone. And I have felt so alone because no one talks about it. Here's the thing that I need you to know, moms. The one takeaway from this entire podcast episode that I need you to hear is that you are not alone in your struggles. You're not alone, but it doesn't mean that you can continue in the path that you've been taking of being an angry mom, feeling frustrated. We need to overcome that so that way we can be the best moms possible for our kids. So, I have been digging into anger. What is it that makes us angry? Where does anger come from? How do we deal with it in a healthy way? And as I've been researching it, I've been making a tally of what moms say are their anger triggers in parenting. Now, this is not a study that you can go and read some scientific data and supporting details. This is actually a culmination of confessions that 248 real moms, just like you and me, have offered up in the form of comments across the internet. It wasn't on one specific website where it was like a study conducted by whatever psychologist. This is on Instagram. This is on psychology sites. This is on Facebook. All these different social media or web-based areas where someone could leave a comment, 248 Different women commented in their own words, wrote it out in their own words, things that make them angry in parenting. And I just feel like this is something that you need to hear because I felt so alone in some of these areas. I thought, I'm such a bad mom. I allowed this to bother me and that to bother me. And now I'm nitpicking and nagging and criticizing my kids. What's wrong with me? Why am I such an A word? When really, it's very typical of us moms to be bothered by the same things. And I felt such relief knowing that, that I wasn't an angry mom necessarily, but now I know my triggers and I know the areas I can work on to be better. Now, this is kind of a long list, so I'm going to read through it pretty quickly. But then I'm going to give you the top 10, the top 10 things that make us moms angry. And I want you to tell me how many of these you can relate to screenshot this episode, post on your social media, tag me, and tell me which triggers you can identify with because let me tell you, I can assure that you are not alone. 248 of us moms cannot be wrong. So here we go. Moms are anger triggered by being sensory overloaded, open mouth chewing, sibling rivalry, kids not listening, being stressed and worried, especially about your child's health. Oh, this one makes me giggle and it also annoys the crap out of me, but here it goes. When your kid repeatedly says, mom, 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 mom moms are triggered by chaos, by crying, screaming babies, by a child's inability to communicate their frustration. Now, that one I do want to expound on for just a second, because I can tell you firsthand what these moms are feeling, because I can identify with that myself. Our oldest child, when he was 12 months old, he had those 10 words, those 10 little sounds babies are supposed to make when they first start talking. He had those. And then all of a sudden, we go out to my in-law's house for Christmas, and I don't know if it was the Massive amount of people that was around or what it was that made it happen. But he stopped talking, like completely stopped talking. On New Year's Eve, we were at some friend's house and he was the only little boy there. So he was chilling with the dog. And I remember very distinctly, the dog was on the ottoman and our oldest, Connor. Connor walks up to the dog and he gets right in his face and he says, dog, woof, woof. And those were the last words that he uttered for three months. Now, talk about a freak out. I go to the doctor and I'm like, what's wrong with my kid? He completely stopped talking. What's going on? And of course, we started a whole speech program. And when he did start talking again, those three months later, he started over from scratch with the ma ma ma" dad, 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 dad. And so for years, for years, we went through phonology classes in a preschool setting. But in those early days, it was so frustrating that he could not communicate with me what it is that he wanted. So say it was lunchtime and I'm like, hey, buddy, what do you want for lunch? Do you want chicken? Do you want fruit? And he could not communicate even what he wanted to eat. You guys, it was frustrating. He would cry. I would cry. He would yell. I would yell. And it was just days where we were both in emotional turmoil because of that lack of communication. It was frustrating for both of us. So that's what I mean here by the child's inability to communicate and their frustration. That is anger-inducing for mom, too. And even though it shouldn't be, even though we think, why would I get angry with a kid that's struggling? Moms, it's real. It's real it happens. And you're not a bad mom if that's you. I went through so much mom guilt because of that. And I realized that I was in as much of an emotional struggle as he was. Very real frustration there. All right. Moms get angered by too much caffeine, your child's not eating, receiving physical pain from your child. So like kids that bite or pinch or hit... A change in nap routine. (laughs) Oh my gosh, that used to make me so angry. Like the neighbor's dogs were always outside barking during nap time, and I just wanted to scream. Okay, other things location transitions, morning chaos, kids not following directions, kids constantly asking questions, kids not completing tasks, when you're running late, when you have too long of a day, when mom is sick, kids tattletaling all the time. Other mom anger triggers are trying to get out the door your personal expectations not being met, rudeness and defiance from a kid, dogs, oh, there it is again, even dog owners were expressing that having a dog was frustrating to them in their parenting because if they had a new puppy, they would have to go outside and let the puppy do its bathroom business. And yet they had a toddler that was potty training at the same time. And so it was just kind of a toss up on which one is going to pee on the floor first. And they found that very frustrating or like I just said, dogs barking daring kids' nap time because when that baby doesn't sleep, mama does not end up a happy mama. Being hangry, too busy, struggling with anxiety, struggling with routines, hearing baby talk, hormonal surges, needy children, work and home life balance conflicts, being touched out, seeing handsy strangers touching their kids, being the preferred parent, or feeling like they are not enough or are parenting wrong are all major triggers for moms Now, here we go with our top 10. (laughs) I'm I'm pretty sure that you could relate to a whole lot of those. But here are the top 10. Okay, let's make it a little fun. Let's be like all game showy on here. So here we go. The number 10 reason why moms struggle with mom anger are number 10, having to repeat themselves several times. Number 9, not having enough alone time. Number 8. Unexpected changes, whether that's in routine or schedules or jobs or whatever it is that changes your norm, unexpected changes are a big trigger. All right, the number seven trigger for mom's anger is being an overtired mom and in a constant state of exhaustion. Number six, crying kids. Number five, bedtime struggles. Number four, husbands not understanding and their lack of help. (laughs) He's a man. He can't help it. We just need to guide them. All right. Number three, whining. Number two, a messy house. Yes, moms, messiness, clutter, those all cause anxiety. Anxiety causes anger. But the number one thing that triggers moms, 248 of them just like you and me, is. Noise! I was so excited. I'm not the only one so noised out that my brain can't think straight some days. Oh, don't you just want to take a deep breath and feel the relief wash over you knowing that you're not alone? Moms, you're not alone. You're not alone in the struggle. You're not a bad mom for feeling anger because of these things. They are natural, but we need to learn how to deal with that anger in a positive way so that way we can positively affect our children and the generations to come and leave a positive legacy, not one of being an A-word, an angry mom, but one of being a mom that shows love and grace and kindness and empathy. So I have two things, two pieces of homework that I want you to do for me. And I know, I know you weren't expecting homework today. You're probably driving in the car with your kids or out for a walk, but here we go here are two things that will help you with this will help you immensely so even if you don't have time to do this right now when you do get a chance head over to my blog to the post that goes hand in hand with this episode it's called anger trigger confessions from 248 real moms and there you will see your challenge but there's two things that i would like for you to do The first one is reach out to a mom that you can be vulnerable with, that you can be real with, someone that is is non-judgmental, and that'll be a great support person for you. Now, I'm going to tell you, you're probably not going to want to dish out the details of what happens when your Incredible Hulk, green, mean, raging mom machine is in full effect, right? They don't need to know all the ugly details that happen during your anger episodes. But what you can tell her is, hey, I really need a prayer partner or an accountability partner. I've been struggling with how I react towards my kids, and I don't want to be an angry mom who yells all the time. Would you be willing to come alongside me and hold me accountable to being a better mom? Chances are she's going to feel the same way and would be relieved, relieved, and even glad to go on this journey with you because she probably needs somebody in her own life to speak truth and encouragement to her as well. So forming that accountability prayer partner relationship with another mom that you trust and feel comfortable with will be vital to helping you break this cycle of mom anger. Secondly, I challenge you to keep track of what it is that is triggering your anger. What events, what things, what comments, what feelings are causing frustration and anger to surface in your life? Write them down. It doesn't have to be fancy. Just make a list of them. Or what is going on during a time when you start feeling your muscles start to tense or your blood starting to boil, you're gritting your teeth? What is going on right there in that moment? Write those things down because self awareness is key. Self-awareness is going to be what it is that helps you move forward. Getting that prayer partner, that accountability partner, and knowing what triggers you is how you're going to move past being that A-word, that angry mom. And I know that that is your heart's desire. And so today, as we've talked about this, maybe you had never considered yourself to be an angry mom before, and I am sorry if that offended you, but it is something that I feel that we moms need to discuss. We need to get out in the open so that way we can become better. There was a time when I would not have been able to say that I struggled with anger but I'm so glad I was able to take steps to realize why it is that I get angry and now have learned to overcome some of those triggers. And that's what we're gonna be focusing on in some of our upcoming podcast episodes. We are gonna dig into some of these anger triggers that I read off today. We are gonna hit that top 10 really hard. We are gonna dive into them. We are gonna dissect them. We're gonna figure out what it is about noise that triggers this, what it is that we can do to help our husbands understand that we need help and what it is that we can do to take care of ourselves so we don't feel so worn out and overly tired and in a state of exhaustion. Because moms, I want you to feel joy. I want you to feel vibrant. I want you to know without a shadow of a doubt that you are a fantastic mom and just how lucky your kids are to have you for their mother. So friend, thank you so much for spending time with me today. This mommy thing is not easy, but with God and a friendly voice in your earbuds encouraging you, you can overcome your anger, you can kick your anxiety to the curb, and you can rock this motherhood thing. If you enjoyed this episode, or if there's something that you're just like, oh, thank you, Alicia, I feel so free knowing that I'm not the only one that struggles with this trigger, please tag me on social media take a screenshot of this episode and tell me what it is that you have been wrestling with because my friend I want you to overcome it and I know that you can